Wow, it is 2023. Welcome to the first podcast of the new week, new month, and the new year. Welcome back to Health Bite, my podcast where I offer you small, actionable bites towards healthy weight and weight management through greater mental, emotional, and physical well-being. I wholeheartedly believe that our relationship with food is a window into our relationship with ourselves. Understanding this relationship will not only facilitate healthy weight and weight management, but will have rippling effects that impact every aspect of your life. In the nearly two decades that I've worked as an obesity medicine specialist, I have seen firsthand the life-changing effects of this transformative work, and I'm so excited to share my insights with you. I'm your host, Dr. Adrian Udine, and I created this podcast as an alternative to the noise to offer you knowledge-based guidance in the areas of nutrition, fitness, habit change, and mindset that I use with my patients in my medical practice every single day to help them achieve healthy weight and health. More episodes are available at dradrianudine.com slash podcast. And while you're there, sign up for my newsletter and shoot me an email. I'd love to hear about your journey. Okay, here we go. Let's dig in to this week's episode. I have to say, I love new things. New tennis shoes, brand new bed sheets, and writing in brand spanking new journals. They inspire me with the promise of a fresh start. But the truth is that we don't need anything new to begin anew. The promise of every morning and every breath for that matter is the opportunity to start again. This mindset is so essential to growth. The ability to put away past baggage and give ourselves the opportunity to begin anew is the core of a mindfulness practice, a breathing practice, a weight loss practice, and as I think of it, as a kindness practice. Giving ourselves permission for a fresh start contains within it a tolerance for our imperfections, an understanding that our failures or past attempts do not define us. And also, it is seeped in empowerment because when we allow ourselves to do it again with an open mind, we build resilience. With this mindset, it doesn't matter how many times we have to start again. The point is that we get to start again. And that's empowering, isn't it? So I want to tackle the new year with this mindset as a backdrop and to touch on the idea of New Year's resolutions. Honestly, I think we're moving away from that typical New Year's resolution mindset. The get back in the gym on January 1st and then let your gym membership lapse by March. The I'm going to lose 10 pounds by February only to lose five, still admirable by the way, and then regain it. We're moving away from that mindset because they are not kind and because they are not effective. So here's the question. How can we make good on this fresh start in a way that is kind and effective? I was thinking about this recently because I went out with a friend for dinner who said, 
Well, isn't all this wellness stuff another form of self-reproach, just another way of being self-critical without saying it? I mean, what about just saying, I'm enough? What about being just enough? And I get that. And my answer is, well, it's all about how you hold it in mind. You can be enough and yet have goals. You can be enough and want to improve and grow. In fact, I would argue that being enough is essential to achieving that growth and to being kind. And positive self-acceptance is the core of holding these two seemingly different or disparate concepts in mind. Positive self-acceptance is basically the ability to accept who you are as you are in this very moment. Positive self-acceptance is not based on or contingent on being perfect. In fact, positive self-acceptance is knowing that you're imperfect and loving yourself anyway. It is accepting yourself, all of you, as you are in this moment and in doing so, knowing and believing that you are enough. Hard stop and period. When you operate from that place, you can then free yourself up for forward movement. All that energy that would otherwise be squandered in self-deprecation, self-criticism, self-badgering is now freed up and available to do the necessary work to thrive, allowing for our growth and allowing for our progress to occur with ease. And I want to say that thriving is really what we want. We don't want stagnation. Our minds and bodies are not built for stagnation. We are built to grow. We are built to move forward. We are built to experience new and better things. But we can only do that. We can only capitalize on that promise in a way that explores not enoughness in a way that allows us to be as we are if we do it with self-acceptance. So it's not about badgering. It's not about not accepting, but it's also not about stagnation because that isn't kindness either. So do it and do it well by employing positive feelings, positive self-acceptance. Hi friends, it's Dr. Adrian, and I'm dropping into your podcast to offer a love letter to you. I believe that our hunger represents our unmet emotional and spiritual needs. And by leaning in and listening to our hunger, we have an opportunity to hear our needs and to respond. I know this not only from personal experience, but from listening to the stories of hundreds, if not thousands of patients over the past almost 20 years. I have compiled these stories, including my own, into Hungry for More, Stories and Science to Inspire Weight Loss from the Inside Out. This book is not just about weight loss, but about life and contains lessons that I know to be life-changing. If you don't believe me, head over to my website at dradrianudeem.com 
where you can obtain a free sample or to amazon.com and check out the reviews for yourself. Another important mindset shift in goal setting for the new year is focusing on values and not on actions. So instead of saying, I want to lose 10 pounds or 20 pounds or 30 pounds or whatever, focus on the value that underlies that goal, the value of vitality or the value of health or the value of well-being. That way, it doesn't become about, do I eat this cookie or do I not? Do I lose or did I lose weight this month? Or maybe I even gained, so I'm going to throw in the towel. The conversation doesn't become about these kind of petty things, these non-existent milestones. It becomes about the value. Does this cookie, or more importantly, the cookies that I've gotten in the habit of consuming every day serve me? Or does this habit leave me depleted and unnourished? Does this extra glass of wine allow me to get the sleep I need? Or does it interfere with restful sleep and therefore my ability to get up in the morning, move my body in some structured way before I start the day? Do I really need to get a gym membership? Or do I commit and hold myself accountable to getting out in nature daily or almost daily Because nature and movement enhance my mood and well-being. When you consider your habits through the lens of values, everything changes, including your motivation and the willingness to do the work. Aligning with your values also brings into question your authenticity, your integrity. So when I think about these issues personally, I think, well, How can I, as a physician, promote health and well-being and hold my own health and well-being as a value if I drink wine regularly? So I gave up my wine club membership. How can I hold self-care as a value if I don't make time to care for myself by cooking and preparing wholesome food? So I try and cook as often as I can and pack my lunch for work. How can I hold routine as a value if I let my phone hijack my sleep at night? So I set limits on my screen time. I charge my phone in the bathroom and incorporate a bedtime routine that is soothing and facilitates sleep. Now, let's be clear. I do not do all of these things all the time, nor do I have to but I'm clear about my values. I journal on them. I have them written on my whiteboard in my home office. I remind myself often, and that helps me live in a way that is alignment with what I value, with what I hold dear. And that, my friends, is a heck of a lot more powerful than saying, I'm gonna lose 10 pounds in 2023. Thank you so much for tuning in and for giving me your time. Our time is our most precious resource, and I'm grateful that you've given me some of that preciousness. If you love this episode, check out my book, Hungry for More, Stories and Science to Inspire Weight Loss from the Inside Out, available on Amazon or on my website at dradrianudim.com. 
If you go there, go ahead and sign up for my newsletter as well. This book is my love letter to you, and it's filled with compassionate stories and science that whether you want to lose weight or not will help you live well. I hope you have a great week, and I can't wait to see you right here next week on Health Bite. Until then, bye now.